You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcaster Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery. This is the Honorable Louis Shea. I always try to say squeegee. Louis Shea Montgomery. <laughs> Welcome into the show, Mr. Lewis. How are you today? Good. Good, good. Lou's going to hang out for just a second and you'd be okay hanging for one second, right? While we get this going. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to to speak up just a little bit, Lou, right into the into the mic when when you've got things to say. And today we are going to talk about keys to a good email campaign. The excitement for me today here with you guys is I've got a few keys. I've got a couple of things that I want to share, but at the end of the day, really, I wanted to just kind of open this up, give you guys an opportunity to ask me any questions that you have about email campaigns, ask specifics, you know, whatever that you need and whatever you'd like to get out of this. This is what today is all about. So I'm really excited about that. Lewis, can you start me off with a question about keys to a good email campaign? What do you have a question about that yourself? What is an email campaign? What is an email campaign? All right. Well, that's a great place to start. Thank you, sir. Do you have any other questions beyond that? Are you uh, ready to go back to Roblox? Yeah, I'm ready to go back. All right. High five. Thank you. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Love you. So what is an email campaign? That's a great place to start. So an email campaign is marketing through email is is basically the way I would boil it down. An email campaign is one of those things where we're sending it out to a targeted group of people and we are trying to get a response to whatever our call to action is. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later too. So an email campaign, like I said, that's what it's all about. It's, It's either you're gathering information, you're sharing information, you're building your brand, or you're asking for a sale. So some of the most common email campaigns out there is, you know, somebody signed up for a uh, coupon codes when, when a special comes out and the sale announcements. Um, another thing that people would sign up for email campaigns for are if they want to get more information about what, what your niche is. So maybe it's pets or sports or, or whatever the case may be. So, so that's what an email campaign is. Um, there's several different ways um, to kind of go about it as far as how, how you do it. Um, you know, you've got to build up a list first. And so the email is, is definitely one of those organically building things. But if you're focused on it, you make it part of your marketing plan, uh, you can build it and grow it over time. Yeah, so I've, I've uh, been in situations where, you know, we've grown lists to over 30, 40,000 people on it. Now, in hindsight, back then, we were just blowing it out, sending a whole bunch of stuff. But in reality, you probably want to keep your list smaller and 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 keep it narrowed down into a more focused thing. So um, here we go. So Wade says, definitely need this. Never have done, uh, but want to this year. Just need help. Absolutely. So Wade, boom, high five. Um, I, I'm, I'd love to. I, I, I love email as a medium. Uh, as far as uh, you know, just for sharing information, but I also love it as a marketing tool. I, I think if done right, you know, so email gets a, a bad name. So 
one thing that I always do, especially when I'm teaching a, a seminar on, on something like this is I, I always ask, what's the one word that comes to mind when you think of an email campaign? And uh, I'll get, I know this is a little bit delayed here, so I'll give you guys a couple moments here to, uh, to give me your answers to what you think before I blurt it out. But, um, you know, that, that's, that's where you start. What, what to you is an email campaign and then how do we get that thinking in the right way? So Tanya, hello. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Again, apologize for the time change. If you guys are all planned to, uh, go crack of, uh, super early this morning, <laughs> uh, just, yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, had some things that I was working on, some frustrations that uh, came about from things that I was working on that I couldn't figure out. I, I don't do well when I can't figure something out. So <laughs> I, I, I tend to want to try to power through it when I should have probably just gone to bed and uh, tried again. But uh, yeah, I was up until about three o'clock last night. So we had to get up to go to uh, volleyball that we had to leave the house by uh, about 745 for that. So I, I took the one extra hour of sleep that I could get and, uh, and ran with it. So thanks guys. All right, uh, Jessica, hi, thank you so much for joining me. And um, so uh, Sharon says, hi, I'll be in and out working the day job, but I so need to do this, collected some emails from my shows and now need to do one, absolutely. Um, so that is it, perfect. Man, I love it, I love this working out. I love that I can I can help out. So again, you guys tell me what you think of. What's, what's the first word that comes to your mind when somebody says the word email campaign or email marketing to you? And, um, and Tanya says it worked out better this way for me, or I would have caught the replay. So perfect. I love that you're here live, Tanya. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, Hey, that's what a lot of our businesses are about. I know that's a lot of what it's about for me is, uh, getting feedback and finding out, you know, I'm, I'm not married to the 7am time slot. You know, I'm definitely not a morning person myself, but, um, Heidi says that, uh, UG comes to mind when you think of email marketing. Terry, hello. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Sharon, stress. Okay. So when you're on the receiving end of email marketing, uh, what what's the common word that a lot of people associate with emails? And I'm going to blurt it out here in a second. I know you guys are thinking it. I'm just not asking it the right way. But um, yeah, so... Let's get to that. Let's see what else I missed. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today. Junk mail. They won't read it or open it. Jessica says that's perfect. I love that one. Um, that's that's definitely true. And Sharon's got a good question. We're gonna get to all these questions, and uh, and I'll get back to that one in just a second. Yeah. So I've always because it makes for a great visual, and I don't have it here, and I I, I should have gotten ahead of the game here a, a bit and done it. But uh, there, Wade. Boom. We've got it. <laughs> Spam. Sharon, spam. All right. Now, sorry. Sorry it took so long to get to that. So spam is what most people think. And and this is the trick. This is what we have to, A, we have to change our mindset about it, that um, we want to be sending emails that people want to get. Yeah. All right. So our job as email marketers is not to go out and just load up as many emails into our email system as we can and just blast out emails as often as possible. All right. So our job as email marketers is to go and get people that want to get your emails that, that, you know, aren't going to hit the spam button. Um, so for example, on, on email campaigns that, that, that I do, um, at least the ones that are kind of more of a newsletter blast kind of situation, I actually put a big button 
right up at the top. I mean, easy as, as can be to see and make it very clear. The unsubscribe button is right up there. I don't make them go down and find the fine print and, and, and whatnot. I want to put that unsubscribe button right at the top and make it super easy for them to get off of my email list. Because here's what happens if I don't, if I hide it down on the bottom or I make it so it's really difficult for them to get off of their, uh, get off of the email list, then here's exactly what happens. I know exactly where that spam button is up at the top of my emails. Um, and I just use that one first. So that's what we're trying to avoid. We want to avoid being spam. We want to send people emails that they want to get. So that means that we've got to craft our emails around the thought process of what's in it for the people receiving the email. Am I giving enough value that they're going to take the time out of their day to open it and read it? Um, am I making it easy enough for them to take the action that I want to take? So these, these are all the key points. I'm going to break that down just a hair more, but um, let, let me get back to a couple questions here. So Sharon asks, which provider do you use? And that's a great question because um, first, let me start even a step back from what provider do I use to saying, please use a provider. Now that doesn't have to be one of the standalone um, ones that I'll, I'll bring up here, uh, MailChimp, uh, AWeber, Constant Contacts, uh, I think Topica, I'm not sure if they're even still around. There's lots of these standalone email marketing platforms um, that are becoming more all-in-one all marketing platforms. You get HubSpot and, and other things like that. So to answer your question, Sharon, the one that I use is MailChimp. Um, and the reason why I use MailChimp is it's, a, it's probably the most used one right now, which you know means that they're doing something right. Uh, B, the price point is fantastic because uh, for less than 2000 people on your email list, you uh, get it for free. Now they have paid features that make things worthwhile. So, you know, I wouldn't hesitate to pay for it, but at the end of the day, to be able to plug in up to 2000 names and um, have a lot of great tools and functionality in front of you to send out emails, MailChimp's a great way to go. Now. Um, so that's, that's what I use. Uh, the other ones that I mentioned are good. Now you can get into things like um, I also use a service called GMASS. It's G-M-A-S-S. -S, and um, that actually works inside of Gmail to where I can basically put everybody in the two field and then hit the GMASS button and it sends them an individual email directly from, from me. And that works well. Like for example, with our success group, I use that because we've got uh, about 70 people right there that I want to get information to. And so it's not a traditional email blast in a, in a, Hey, I'm sending you a sale, but you know, here's information about the video. Here's information about what we're doing next. Here's, you know, so I want to get those emails out. So there, there's several different ways, but I would first and foremost recommend that you use some sort of a service. Like I said, I love MailChimp um, because it's easy, free, and, uh, and and there. The other ones are great too. I've used Constant Contacts. I really like it. Um, Active Campaign would be another one. Um, uh, shoot, there's there's one other that I'm forgetting off the top of my head here. But uh, yeah, so I think for the most part, as long as you pick one that you like and, and speaks to you, I don't think you're really going to go wrong with, with any of them. You know, try to get in and understand, you know, Constant Contacts, for example, um, 
they're really super hardcore about making sure that your list is good and clean and is not spam. And so, um, you know, if you've got a lot of uh, names on your list that are like info at or sales at kind of emails, um, they might kick a lot of those emails out and you won't be able to send to them. You know, so maybe that's not the right fit for you. But if you're really, you know, got a nice, good, clean list, and not clean as in not dupes and stuff like that, all these softwares actually take care of removing the duplicates and managing that for you. But clean as in, you know, these are good emails that are going to get through and are not going to be marked as spam. Then Constant Contacts is a great tool because they do work so hard to make sure that your emails do get into the inbox and not into the spam box, you know, because I've been using some of these other things um, and kind of a little more willy nilly, so to speak. Um, I, I know that my emails are making their way into more spam folders than they should be because somebody's hit spam, but then somebody that did want to get my email isn't getting it because it got associated with spam. So again, being focused on making sure that people a know what they're going to get, b know when they're going to get it, and c um, make it easy for them to get off of your email list if for some reason things change for them. All right, so I don't know if you guys caught this at the very beginning, but what I said at the beginning is my whole goal for today is just to completely open this thing up for questions. Um, I've, I've given you some pieces right now that I think are, are keys. And at the very end, I'll wrap it up with what I think the, the just kind of a review of the, the keys. And I think I'll probably hit all of them, but let me know what questions you, you guys have. And Sharon says, worried about losing them if I don't have it perfect. Um, that That is a, uh, a common fear. I, I have that too. Um, and, and so I really kind of maybe spend a little too much time from time to time getting it right. But here's here's the the best trick for that, Sharon, to get over that particular thing is if you can feel confident that you're writing and sharing the information from the perspective of the person receiving it. So you're thinking about what do they want? And and I'm not saying overthink it. I'm just saying think about it. If you're if you have that in mind and you say, okay, here's what I'm going to share, what do they get out of that? Well, they get 25% off or they get to vote on the latest design, or they get to learn about something that is important to them. You know, whatever it is that is the value for the person receiving the email, and I would say as long as you've kept that in mind, and it wasn't what's in this for me, am I going to make sales? Am I going to, you know, if you keep that part in mind, I think that you're going to be ninety. Yeah, maybe I would say hundred percent there. You know. If you lose some, you lose some. I used to really, like like I said, I hated it when people would unsubscribe. Um, but two things changed for me. A, I knew that if they were unsubscribing, that meant that I wasn't going in the spam folder. Uh, B, if they're unsubscribing and I'm using MailChimp where I only have 2,000 names on my list, that makes room for somebody that wants to get my email. <laughs> you know, so so those were the two things that really helped me change my thinking on that. Like I said, I yeah, I mean, I would take it personally. I'd have to have go have a beer afterwards after I sent an email campaign and I had more unsubscribes than normal. I mean, it it literally <laughs> affected my my mood, which was you know, hey, we all do that. It's 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 okay. It's natural. Um, but if you flip it and you think about it from the broader perspective, you're 
you're you're saving you're getting an opportunity to reach people that do want to hear from you or are ready for that you know and if you can create enough of, of a buzz around what you're doing with that and the information that you're sharing and whatnot um you know they're gonna have fomo and they'll be back anyways so so there we go so what what questions you guys have um bring it i mean if if this is going to be quick and easy no problem but if you guys have specific questions you know if it's stressing you out if it's ugh or um wait if you're you know what's what's holding you guys up what what's the what's the problem that you're having with email marketing right now um so i'll i'll give you guys a, a second to talk about that i will like i said i'm going to re-review these once i finally close but um we already talked about the number one key in my mind to a good email campaign is staying out of the spam filters and the way to do that is by sending emails that they want to get and giving them a easy way to unsubscribe. Um, the second key and uh, the the second part that I, I key to all of this that I haven't talked about yet, but a way that you make this successful for you. So I said, you know, we've thought about what the user wants to hear, what value they get out of it. But at the end of it though, now you've said, okay, here's the value you get in exchange for that value. I'd like you to do this. And that could be as simple as hit this button to buy now because you got the 25% off, or it could be, you know, um, come express, click on this link to find out more because what happens when you're using a software like MailChimp or, or, or whatnot, and even GMAS and some of those things, what happens is when they click on that link, that software, keeps track of that. And then you can go back and look at that and say, okay, cool. So I talked about mugs and I talked about shirts and I talked about um, this latest Tumblr that I'm working on. And it, of those three things, this person clicked on Tumblrs, this person clicked on mugs, this person clicked on shirts, or this these groups of people clicked on those things. Well, now you've got a more targeted list. So now you can tag that person that was interested in mugs for future, or you could even do a follow-up and say, hey, thanks for checking out the mugs. Here you go. You can tag that person and get them into your um, retargeting campaigns, which we'll talk about it at a later time. Um, and so anyhow, there's a lot of value still in it for you for them just clicking the link. Um, you know, so what is your call to action? What is it that you want? So that's two. And I'll, I'll get to the third one here in a second because I see a couple of uh, comments and potentially questions here. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. This is a great point, Tanya. I love this one. Uh, there are times when people unsubscribe because of overwhelm in, in their own part. I try to think of that. I have unsubscribed from a lot lately. Uh, yeah. It, when when you're going through something like, like Tanya's gone through, um, yeah, I, I don't need 100 emails in my email box. So the ones that don't really stand out to me, I'm going to unsubscribe. I, I do that all the time. Because more often than not, people are sending you emails because you've just gone and expressed interest in, in their product. And that's fine. But, but the real rubber, the real conversion opportunities are when somebody's signed up for that and then they want to get that. You know, So like for me, like I get all the Jack Canfield emails and I read all of those because he's providing me value and I want to get the wisdom. But somebody that, you know, wants to send me, Logitech wants to send me their latest uh, mouse deal. 
I don't care about that. I unsubscribe. Um, in fact, one thing that really, and, and I still go there, so maybe it's not that bad, but uh, Red Robin. So I'm signed up for their rewards deal. And, um, but I was getting, they were sending me an email every day and it was just like, I, I don't, you know, I, we go there, you know, once a month or something and I don't need to get a Red Robin email every day. And so I went to unsubscribe and they said, well, if you unsubscribe, you're no longer part of our rewards club. I'm like, well, why? Just because I don't want to get your emails. Anyhow, that's, I'll, I won't go on the rant, but, but again, it's that kind of thinking, like, are you providing value to your readers? Um, Will, Will said, yeah, I welcome unsubscribes and Will sends great information about things that can help you. So it's, it, it, I love getting Will's emails. I, for whatever reason, I, I saw one in, in the spam folder, uh, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I try to go and look through those once a week or so and just make sure nothing that I really wanted to get ends up in there. And, uh, I saw one of his in there. I was like, Oh no, whitelist. What the heck? You know, I want to make sure that I get those emails. Um, you know, so that's, that's the kind of thinking that you want to get. What value are you providing to your reader? Um, Jessica asks, how often do you send them out? And um, there's lots of different thought processes on this from, and, and I've tried to kind of narrow this down, you know, talking to people that, that do it a lot. And, and I've done lots of different testing. Um, and what I've discovered is the most important part isn't how often you send them out. The most important part is what is your reader's expectation of how often they are going to get them? So I, for my own personal email list, I've kind of screwed it up right now because I told people that they were going to be getting a monthly email and I just have not had time to keep up with it. It hasn't reached the top of, of my list and, and, and that's, that's bad on me. So I've, I've basically told my readers that I'm not able to provide them enough value and, and so they should unsubscribe. Now, please don't if you're on there. I promise I will try to get back to that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is the more important question is not how often you should send them out. The more important question is how often do they expect to receive them? So if somebody signed up for a monthly email newsletter, then make sure that you're sending that monthly and don't, you know, all of a sudden just decide to start sending them weekly without letting them know. And on the flip side of that, if they're, they're supposed to get a daily coupon and you're only sending it out once a week, then that's also going to get people to unsubscribe or, or put you in into spam. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that, you know, sending a daily email is a bad thing. It just has to be something that you can do and that you're able to provide enough value each day. And, and that could the value could exactly be just, you know, this is my product that's on sale today and quick, easy. You know, that's an easy thing to put together. People love getting that, love feeling like I'm getting a deal and, and you know, make it an insider's club and you get a, a daily deal. And you're going to see that that daily deal that goes out will move the needle, especially for, for your e-commerce stuff. So um, that hopefully I answered your question there, Jessica. Um, getting the first one sent and knowing how to actually do it when you have not done it before. Okay. So Sharon, I, I don't, I don't want you to overthink this here. So if you've got an email list, you've got people on the email list and you have some realistic expect, they have some realistic expectation of what it is that they're going to get. And if they don't, then the first email should just be to clarify that to just be, Hey, you know, thanks for being on my email list. Uh, maybe you're asking them, you know, go, fill out this survey and uh, 
tell me what what you'd like to hear more about do you want specials do you want news do you want this um you know what would make you want to open this email every time you got it kind of thing so that could be the first place to start but the thing to do is take those emails that you've accumulated that you feel like are ready to, to get those put them into a program like like mailchimp um and just go over to mailchimp.com and sign up for a free account and you add them as an audience and then you create a campaign it walks you through it you write some you know get it out there and and then you know send that email and then send it regularly and and you're going to see and you're going to be able to see the the analytics of how many people are opening it the open rates don't worry so much about but look at how many people are actually interacting with it. So clicking on a link, um, you know, that, th that kind of thing is, is more valuable than how many people have opened it because different softwares that people read emails with do different things. So an open rate is not an actual true rate. Uh, I may have not even read or, or opened it. It just my email software um, made the images viewable. And that's the only way that they can track open rates as far as I know. So um think yeah so i'm kind of going off on on a tangent there but but sharon i think that the most important thing to do is just to go ahead and do it and then be consistent with it you know make it part of part of your plan you know and um speaking of that i i know i owe you something there sharon so that's on the list for today um all right so uh wade same here uh yeah so same deal you know just if you've got emails that you're ready to send out, then 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 let's do it. Um, I'm trying to think what to be the best way to really kind of. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I don't know. Maybe maybe what I'll try to do is in a in a soon future version of this or something like that. And I certainly see a more in-depth, really kind of walking through step by step uh, part happening in our success group um, with this. I know this is on the list, but I'm going to make sure that it's really on the list um, beyond just giving in that you know not not lip service, but you know what I mean. Um, so I'm going to write while I'm talking. Crazy, huh? Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so but what what specific questions um, do you have beyond that? Okay, so now you've got it. Just just put the emails in there. Build an email. All building an email means is is writing it out. You know, maybe it's adding some pictures, adding some links, understanding what your calls to action are, and and again, I'll I'll go through what my important points are, and uh, there we go. And, and yep, Todd, there you go. This would be a great class for OSG training and, and a very in-depth, detailed walk through step by step. And we'll I'll pick, you know, we'll do a MailChimp and just that way we're we're focused on one thing and and then we can try another one if we if everybody else is using something else or something like that. So um all right. And then Todd says, I don't think they will complain if you send too little. Um agreed. Typically, you know, less is more, but again, if they're expecting to get a deal every day and then all of a sudden that is only coming every so often that it's like oh, they don't care enough about me i was excited about getting that deal every day so just make it make it consistent is is my best advice and 
and my best advice for you and <laughs> piece of advice that I need to uh, work on following a little bit more. All right. So what other specific questions do you guys have? Otherwise, I'll uh, kind of wrap this up a little bit and uh, and we'll, we'll get back to it. Thank you guys so much for the good questions and the, the good interaction here. Um, so I will wait for that. But in the meantime, okay, so we talked about um, call to action. We talked about um, staying out of the spam box. And the third key is consistency, which we have also talked about. So with, with those three things, you're going to have your best opportunity for success with email marketing. Now, unlike social media posting, email marketing, it's okay to do a little bit selling. People expect to, you know, be told about the latest and, and, and greatest, and, but, but still think about what their emotional connection to, to that would be. You know, they don't care about how many colors of glitter you used or how many hours it took you to make it or, or anything like that. Not that they don't care like they're jerks. It's just that doesn't move the needle for them. What they do care about is how it makes them feel, how awesome it looks and how, if it's a gift that, that they're giving, what, what that's going to do for them, you know, people are going to love it because it's personalized make those emotional connections as you're talking about things. And, and, and then you can kind of go from there. Now, um, real quick back to the calls to action, because I think that is an area that is important to focus on before you start writing the email, before you start kind of crafting the words that go, go into this email, make sure that you first have clearly decided what the single call to action for that is going to be. So again, do you want them to click on a link? Do you want them to go to your store and buy? Do you want them to come to your place to meet you? Do you want them to go to a form to fill out a quote? What is the action that you would like them to take if they connect with your email? Or let me better phrase that, when they connect with your email? What is that action that you want them to take? So decide that first. And then here's how I like to do it. I like to divide my email up into three parts. The top of it is just, boom, here's what I'm bringing to you, you know, quick, just, just the basic, like, you know, new product, 25% off, just real quick. Um, because what that does is that gets the people that are seeing them in that preview line and, and all that other stuff that just you're getting their attention and you are going to have people that are the early adopter type people that want to basically go, okay, cool. I'm in 25% off. That looks awesome. Buy now done. So I have that at the top. Then there's the people that need a little bit more, you know, need a little bit more convincing, need a little bit more information. And for those people, that next section of my email has got some bullet points, some kind of key pieces. Now, and this, this is typically around a sales email, but even a newsletter kind of thing, you can have some stuff interspersed in there like that. So the next piece is going to be, here's, here's some more details. Like I said, a little bit of a bullet point. And then right under that, boom, call to action. There's a button, there's a whatever. Um, then, and, and that gets those, those kind of middle people that, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with taking a, taking a flyer every now and again, but, but I, I need to make sure that I feel good about this. Um, and then, then the bottom part is where you get into all the details. You, you, you give them all, you, you really connect emotionally with them. You're talking about what this will do when grandma sees it or any of those kinds of, of, of thoughts. 
and and you get details um maybe you're sharing stuff maybe you give them a link to go get a little bit more information if they even want to get more and see a video or, or whatever that you're this is where you're going into depth and in that depth part that's for the people that are very skeptical all right so then you'll be able to close those people but those people that get down there they don't want to scroll back up to get to that call to action again so put it down at the end and say okay the end oh by the way buy now 25 percent off so there's the calls to action so again let's go over those one more time stay out of the spam box by being consistent and sending emails only to people that want to get your emails and 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 embracing the unsubscribe giving them the opportunity to unsubscribe two clear calls to action that you've determined beforehand uh and and three was um Oh, I've gotten all over the place. Three was that that uh, message empathy towards what your your readers want to read. All right, all right, guys. Anything else before uh, before I go? I think uh, I've covered everything I wanted to cover. I hopefully answered your question. I definitely um, see very soon right into phase two this email, and I'm sure we'll touch on this more in the marketing section of the fifth video of the five keys series there. So uh, let me get that banner going across the bottom for you guys. Um, OurSuccessGroup.com. If you haven't already signed up for the five keys, please do that. Uh, we got through determining your overhead and uh, pricing products for uh, profit. And those are still available. In fact, the full uh, training plus the hour plus of Q&A are all part of that recording there. So you're still getting pretty much everything except for that live experience. Um, next Wednesday, Todd and I will be talking about the ah, workflow, uh, how to kind of make that process of now you've got the jobs. Now, how do we get them out the door most efficiently? Uh, then we'll follow that up in the next week with the delivery and follow-up, you know, what, what you do once that job is done to be able to not only make customers, but make advocates to make kind of return customers. Return customers are so much cheaper to get than uh, new customers. So if you focus some effort on return customers, it saves you a ton of money in, in your marketing world. Um, and, and we're going to talk about just some fun things you can do there and, and get start getting into marketing and getting into follow-up and getting into just delivering a, a amazing customer experience. And then the fifth one will be kind of marketing overview, um, just based on all the feedback we've gotten so far. It uh, looks like that's going to be very um, Facebook ad heavy, but you know we will definitely touch on email and and get a little bit more into that. So um, I I really see that one going extremely long. So we make sure that we get everybody's questions answered. So um, and then if you're ready to uh, check out phase two, uh, just again oursuccessgroup.com/slash/phase two, and uh, that will start the bi bi monthly trainings and. Uh, that's going to be happening February 19th. So if you are in uh, our success group already, um, please check your emails because I did send an email blast this morning. I think about eight o'clock is when I scheduled it for to go out. And there's a special coupon code in there just for you guys that are already part of our success group for phase two for the annual membership there. So um, thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. And uh, let me just double check to make sure I didn't miss any comments. All right, guys. High five. Talk to you guys next week.
well, talk to you several times between now and then, but back here on Small Business Saturdays next week. I will try to get back to early in the morning again, just to give it a go. But if you guys are totally against that, post over in my, or send me an email right up here, whatever. Just just let me know what time is best for you and we'll we'll figure out where that fits. All right, awesome guys. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.